I'd like to welcome our first sponsor to the official Do Good Better podcast, and that is DonorDoc. Listen, as a nonprofit, DonorDoc knows that you wear many different hats, and that's why they are here to help you make your life easier. DonorDoc helps you connect with your donors on a deeper level and provides you with the tools to become the ultimate fundraiser. There are other instantly cool features too, but we know connecting and staying connected with your donors are high on most of your priority lists. Hey, guess what? DonorDoc is so awesome, and I'm telling you, so awesome, that to everyone listening, they are giving you a 100% discount off your first month. That's right, 100% off. It's absolutely free to use for your first month. All you have to do is use the referral code DOGOODBETTER, and you're set. Again, do good better. It's simple. It's easy. Head to DonorDoc.com to learn more and get started. Hey, thanks, DonorDoc, for being an official sponsor of the official Do Good Better podcast. Your organization is awesome, but sometimes you want to be even awesomer. It's time to get your fundraising on with your host, fundraising expert and author, Patrick Kirby. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kirby. We talk to small nonprofits doing great big things. That's what this podcast is all about. However, times uh, they necessitate some other little things to do. And today, uh, worlds collide. This is what the episode is going to be called. Worlds collide uh, today. Uh, A lot of nonprofits right now are lacking one big thing, and it might be hope. And it might be confusion all around. It might be, I don't know what path to go on. So I have brought somebody who I have been in circles with, but this is kind of the first time that we've been in the same virtual space together. And I'm super excited about it. If you're in the Fargo-Moorhead community here, you already know who he is. It's Travis Christopher. He is a fundraising guru, been doing it for years. He's the president of the AFP Northern Plains chapter here. An all-around do-gooder, and he's going to be on the show talking about hope. Travis, thank you for being on the official Do Good Better podcast today. This is a big day, and who says that there's no positivity anymore? I get to hang out with you and be called a do-gooder? It's true. That, uh, this is perfect. The this label is perfect. sticks. The label sticks today. Um, well, all right. If uh, if that intro wasn't enough, I give people kind of a 5,000-foot view on who you are, background, how we got into the same space. Why, sure. why you, Travis? Let's talk <laughs> you. Well, this is one of those things where it always starts off with, I never thought I would be in fundraising mm-hmm. in Fargo and Moorhead, Minnesota. Never. You know, I spent 15 years with the Boy Scouts organization, and I, much of that time was spent being an executive director of local councils. And it was a wonderful experience, a lot of fundraising, a lot of positivity. And then in 2014, I went to a great organization, uh, the United Way of Cast Clay, and worked with their campaign with a great team of people and, uh, and just really with community and really lending hope that we're talking about today. And then uh, latest uh, stop has been Dakota Medical Foundation working with Giving Hearts Day. And now I get the chance also to be the elected chair of the AFP Association of Fundraising Professionals Northern Plains chapter. And this is one of those things where I I see people like Patrick, like you, and I see people in this community doing great things, lending a lot of hope. And I think it was just so attractive to me to be in the community, involved in the community, and how can we make others better? And that's why it's an honor for me 
to be on this day in this space with you talking about some of the things we're going to talk about here in, in the time we have together. I think the world needs a, uh, a boatload of positivity right now and acknowledging that everything is not, uh, uh, everything is not sunshine and rainbows and puppy dogs and ice cream. We get it. <laughs> However, I think there are certain people who are called to positivity. And if we don't unleash this into the world, we are not doing our fair share to make this uh, as easy and as motivating as possible. So I am grateful to have you on the show, sir. Let's talk about what nonprofits can do to sort of reinvigorate some hope stuff. You know, part of this is, you know, we talk to nonprofits who are doing awesome and amazing things, but we're also trying to inspire them uh, by giving them a path forward and things to do. We we celebrate the doers. We this is we talked about this off air where this is a moment in time where we can't do stuff, and so this is this is stressful for us. So let's talk about how the nonprofit world can do stay positive, stay hopeful, things that you've found uh, over the last course, last couple of months and years or whatever that they can do to move the needle forward for their organization. You know, you've had this in your great trainings. You've had this in your meetings too. You know, we are going through a once in a generation, perhaps once in a century, perhaps never again situation right now, but we've had recessions. Mm-hmm. You know, we had 2008, 2009, We've had slowdowns. We've had, we've had, even if you want to go as far back 30 years, October of 87, we've had things in the past and we've always gotten through them. And the common denominator, just a few things, and we'll get into detail on these, but you're a positive person. I'm a positive person. But I always tell nonprofits, even fundraisers or executive directors, we have to acknowledge that we are in these times and these are stressful. These are uncertain. We don't know if we're going to get paid next week. We don't even know if we're going to have a job in a few days, or we don't know what the giving will be even after we're through this. But I think the message that you've shared so well, and I, th- and I think I can bring that today, is one thing to do is just stay calm. Yeah. Easier said than done. I mm-hmm. get it. But just stay calm. Yeah. You're not alone in this. You're not alone in this at all. You know, I think about a year ago with social media, when that we were coming out with things and, you know, to help your mental health, stay off social media and don't, don't get involved in it. Now we're hearing stories of nonprofits, these small shops, these wonderful operations who are leaning on each other through social media. And they're saying, Hey, we can help you with this. And you've been involved in that too. That's huge for us. And that, that said about staying calm, when you stay calm, it gives you permission to do the things on your to-do list that you never had the chance to do. Continuing education. You're a great part of that coming up at the end of April. Continuing education. You know, Stephen Covey calls it sharpening the saw. Well, this is the perfect time to do that. Go learn some new fundraising techniques. Maybe you want to try something. Have some hope for when the end comes. And it will come. The end Mm -hmm. of this pandemic will come. So you're going to be armed with new knowledge. You're going to say, I want to try this. The do-gooders, which I'm proud to say I'm part of, the do-gooders are going to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you, you, we talk about staying calm, education, but it leads you to confidence during these times to continue to ask. You know, in fundraising training, you've had it, I've had it, we've read it. People who are listening to your podcast, watching your podcast, we've always been told, don't make a donor's decision for them. And that's true. And sometimes I think we kind of put that as a secondary thing during normal times. Mm-hmm. Well, that's so true right now. Don't make that decision for the donor right now. 
unbelievably, you're seeing donors giving. You're seeing donors who are saying, well, I still want to support you. How can I do that? And I can tell you stories. I can fill it your afternoon just in recent weeks. And, and I'm sure you and your, and your viewers have it too of the one donor that says, I can't do nothing at the hospital. I can't do anything at the hospital, but I felt the need to do this. Mm -hmm. And that ends with you're chosen to do this. Yep. Oh, I love it. All right. We have, we have so much to unpack here. This is so great. Let's start with, let's start with staying calm. I think what you said was so important is that you are not alone in this challenging times. I think what we find, and, and you said social media too, it's like, hey, you know, for your mental health, get off social media. Great. I think sometimes social media can paint a rosier picture than others are having. And so you're like, well, these other organizations must clearly not have the same problems we're having right now because they posted this nice little picture. Everyone, this is the only time that I can remember where everyone is in the same boat. Everybody, right? They're all worried. They're all overly stressed. It's not just you. And I think that itself, an acknowledgement that things are globally um, worrisome is almost calming in a sense where like, you're not the only one. Everybody's in the same boat. And we all have those same sort of fears and trepidations, but that means we all have the opportunity to be positive and sort of give hope. Some sort of techniques on what we can do to stay calm. What else can we do besides just acknowledge the fact that everybody's going through this that we can do to not freak out? Oh, yeah. You know, it doesn't matter how long you're in fundraising, whether it be a week, a month, a year, a decade, whatever. I always tell fundraisers or development professionals, I always say, look at the relationships you've made. There is a reason why people come to you. There's a reason why when they want to support your mission, they call you. You've made that impact. Sometimes we need to step back. And I've done this. I'm not going to tell you anything I haven't done. But I've done this in recent weeks where I've just had to sit back as your mind races and your mind starts thinking about things that are never going to happen and your mind starts racing going, what's going to happen now? You need to think about in recent weeks or months, the people that you've been introduced to, the people that you've gone out into your community that have called you or emailed you or maybe liked something you've posted to say, I agree with that. Start there. Mm -hmm. You are you are a sphere of influence as a fundraiser and a do-gooder. You are. And sometimes we don't see that. And I try to step back and I go, I'm not solo in the room. I have people I can contact, even if, even if it's just to say thank you. Thank you, Patrick Kirby, for doing this. Thank you for your support. That's it. It is amazing what connection will do. It's worked for me in recent weeks. Yes. It worked for me because it, it allows me to say, I'm not by myself sitting at a desk wondering what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. I'm actually reaching out through Zoom or whatever. It gives me that social connection that we don't have right now, but it lets me know that I've been chosen for this. And that's what staying calm is about. I, I, I think it's also very true, and you, and you mentioned it uh, there as well, that you mean a lot to other people. And I think that's unbelievably important to acknowledge is that you're calling them to just say, Hey, I am thinking about you. I just wanted to say, thanks. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. important. Right. And I think that becomes calming because you've calmed somebody else by having them sort of download or, or express their frustrations and, and concerns. And all of a sudden 
you're a part of the solution right there, right? Yeah. You're, part of the solution. you're part of the calm. And that becomes now you get to actually do something that's interesting, which is because you're, you might be a nervous wreck for all intents and purposes, yeah. right? But yeah. all of a sudden you're less of a nervous wreck than somebody else. And you becoming right. that calming sort of, uh, you know, uh, presence to somebody because you ask the question, how are you doing? Hey, yeah. just want to reach out and say thanks. And all of a sudden that becomes a lot, uh, that becomes very important to others to become a calming factor in those. And then that in, that in turn is going to calm you, right? Yeah. I have to share this thing with you because I know that uh, a lot of the people you work with and a lot of the people who view your podcast love ideas. And I'll share one with you about yes. this connection. Yes. About, about two weeks ago, just after the turn of March, when things were really starting to go with yeah. this pandemic, I started a YouTube channel, not public, but I started a YouTube channel and I recorded 20 second thank you videos just my phone and me, that's it. And I would record videos, something like this, real short. Thank you, Patrick Kirby, for your support of this mission or this fund. Thank you so much for that. I just want to let you know, it happens to be the one of the days we had snow. Yep. And I said, it's a snowy day out, but it's warm when I think of you and your relationship. Thank you for this. And I put it as an unlisted link on my YouTube channel so I could send a link to these donors. Two things that I didn't plan on happening happened. One, <laughs> I actually got a You're Welcome video back. That was wild. 20 years of fundraising, never. Never got that before. But somebody said, and I think you even said it, we have a captive audience right now. They want to hear good news. So maybe that was part of it. Mm -hmm. And the second thing I started looking at when I would actually look at the YouTube analytics, as mm -hmm. we all do, mm -hmm. we started seeing views that the video was used four or five times. And we started digging. I started talking to some people just to maintain the relationship. Well, what they're doing with those short thank you videos that you can do with your phone and YouTube or whatever is they were watching it. And then what was happening is they would call their partner or their spouse or a family into the room and go, hey, watch this. You ever see this? That's a good feeling. Feeling calm, feeling connected. So that's, that's something that if you're listening to this or watching this, feel free to take and use. It took me 45 minutes to do 20 of them, including the upload time. It was just, I need to do something. Well, here's one you can do. If you're a nonprofit and, and again, money's tight, time, that costs you $0 and 100% effort and kindness and, and appreciation. That's it. That's all it costs you. And the authenticity to that is so unbelievably real that you got people to go, hey, play this again. They probably sent a link out again. Hey, you check this out. This is crazy. Never expected yeah. that before. And this goes back to the thank you for the thank yous. It's that cycle of gratitude that, that you begin. And imagine the positivity that you then started by saying, not only did you get the person who opened up the email, but then the person that they showed and then the other person that they showed or the grandkid that they showed. You, you just spread it to five, six, seven, eight people. And that joy then trickled down to, hey, maybe I should call my grandma or maybe I should call my friend or do a, a wellness check on somebody else. You might have inspired that to be done in different places. And that, what a wonderful calming technique that is. Where you're just helping sort of spread joy and love in the world by just a simple 20-second video. Pretty this is why I love hanging out with you, man. This is why I love hanging out with you. This is this so is what? The other thing that you mentioned at the top, 
is that this is a great time for a pause and to continue your learning. I think mm. in the in the normal times that we lived in, you know, pre-COVID-19, everybody was overly stressed because they didn't have enough time to do anything. Now, you got some time, right? So th- this is the best opportunity that you could ask for to either continue your education, learn a new skill, new uh, learn a new uh, tip or a trick. And start implementing those with zero consequences otherwise because people expect uh, nothing. They don't ex- there's no expected normalcy anywhere. So you can try something new. You can try something different. And no one's going to judge you on it because it is a free-for-all on trying to better yourself, bettering your organization. How, what is the best tip or trick that you have for continuing learning during a time wow. where everybody's on pause? There's a, so much good stuff out there, free and paid. And, mm-hmm. and, and no, folks, Patrick didn't ask me to do this, but there's an opportunity at the end of April here, here that you could sign up for that I will be as well to take part in. That's one. But also there's a lot of free stuff out there too. There's a lot of stuff yep. out there. And I always tell fundraisers, development professionals, if you're really into annual giving, and I'm thinking about one person locally here in Fargo, North Dakota right now, really into annual giving. And we were having a discussion. She said, you know, I really need to understand how endowment works. I just need to understand it. Not my role, but I need to understand planned giving, at least enough to where I can cite it and talk about the, talk about the, the objectives there. And she is. And it's to the point where she's now excited because not only she's, she's great at annual giving. I mean, she's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But when this is over, even before it's over, She's going to be able to talk to anybody doing major gifts, plan giving, and say, hey, tell me more about this. That's a much different discussion than I need to learn endowment and plan giving. This is, here's what I've learned during our break, and here's what I'd like to know more about our organization. How can I do that? Same thing with social media. And I'd like to think you have two pretty good people on this call right now about social media, all the platforms. Try something different. Mm-hmm. Try Try a TikTok video, try a Twitter, try opening a Twitter account and just go out there and see what's out there or follow and get involved in a discussion. That's learning too. Some of the best relationships I have were not from when I was executive director. I have plenty of those too. Yep. It's with the fundraisers of the world. And as you said at the outset, we're not alone in this. And the more you get, the more you learn. And so continuing education is big and there's no better time than April. This is, it's perfect. So here's another thing too. No fundraiser is expected to be an expert on everything. Oh. This is the great opportunity to like what, to follow up with what you said, know enough to be dangerous when this thing is over, right? Do be the person that you're like, Hey, I don't know all the answers to that, but I got enough in the hopper that I can have a conversation with it in, in, in public so that I feel comfortable to get you to the right person who can get you the exact answer but I can speak logically to it. And this is a wonderful time to do that. Plan giving is a major one because there's so much you can read about it. Yeah. We only have so much time to digest the craft, to crut, the crew to crap, whatever, they, whatever <laughs> yeah. those are. We don't have enough time to learn about that. We do now. And I think not being an expert at it, because we're not going to go get our uh, degree in financial uh, planning. No, we're not going to do that. But we can get sort of a knowledge base about to talk smart about it in casual conversation when eventually we get to go have coffee again with somebody face to face bring something about it up or you know you get to know enough to say hey 
I know that you have a planned gift with us. Wouldn't you like to see that enacted now rather than later? And now you get to know enough that people can transfer funds out of these things without going to ask your buddy who knows a buddy who knows somebody. You can talk about it. And that sort of that learning module is great. You said the social media thing too. People are looking for content everywhere. And they're looking for good content, entertaining content, horrible things they can send to their friends. They don't care. They're just, (laughs) they want to know stuff. This is a great opportunity to kind of tell your story, get people to know you as an individual and use social media and learn sort of a different thing. Blog, write a story. Tell people about your backstory that has nothing to do with your professional day job. Do something that you are passionate about that you can then associate with in casual conversation with your potential donors. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. And I'll add one more to that because you brought up a great point about learning about your organization. When you start learning about things that you're not, that's not your discipline. We'll go back to the annual giving endowment thing again. Talk to your accounting people or talk to your business manager, whoever handles that Mm -hmm. and say, how, how does our endowment work? Yeah. It's amazing when you start that conversation. Yeah. Good point. Give me, give me processes and procedures that I never bothered to ask because I was too busy out there trying to fundraise. Talk to me about the programs that we have in a deeper sense so that I can go and talk to our donors a little bit about the internal workings rather than my talking points that I was given to that I've stuck with for the last two years. Get to know the people who are in your programs and why they still work there for 20, 25 years. Like there is an opportunity here for that learning internally, not only externally. I love that more than anything. But you said something that I think a lot of nonprofits are hesitant about, where in the middle of a pandemic and everybody's in panic mode, mm-hmm. we're still asking for money. You crazy. You crazy, Travis. Yeah. We still asking for money. There's no money to be had. Nobody's giving yeah. anything, right? Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I respectfully disagree. <laughs> I hope my sarcasm was dripping wet enough so that everybody could hear that. Oh, People it was. giving Travis, <laughs> right? We need to keep asking. We live in the greatest region on the planet. Yep. And wherever that region is, wherever you're watching this from, it's your region. It's you. You have people that love you. Mm-hmm. The best thing, and this relates to the other two points we talked about here, when you have people that are willing to give and they're there and they're happening, you don't have to search for them. They're there, mm-hmm. is when they're able to say things like, and, and if you followed Patrick's advice over the years and you followed what you things we're talking about today, you have a relationship with your donor where you call and say thank you. When we start hearing, and some of the groups I've worked with, we're starting to hear things like, I can't hand out meals. I can't go to the hospital to help these people, but you're my vehicle. I can do it through you, and I can do it through your mission. It's amazing what's happening right now. Not, that's the good part of this. The other good part of this is we can't stop. We can't make a decision for a donor well, we're going to take the pandemic off. And when the pandemic's over, and again, it will be, we just can't start the car again and say, notes like, I just saw this on Twitter today, actually. Uh, somebody was indicating an email where somebody said, well, during the pandemic, we're going to leave you alone. Don't, Mr. or Mrs. Donor. We'll get you after it's done. How about right now? Yes. Talk about the good news that we've talked it about. Is. Talk about the good things give you the opportunity to support what we're doing. And it's great stuff right now. How do I do it? 
Uh, it's so that's so true. If you are not, if you're sitting on your hands, if you're just not sure where to go, what to do, do something. Have a conversation. Say thank you. Keep top of mind, not from a, like I need to go ask you for money. Let's just say, but keep top of mind of like where the money that they gave has gone to give you the opportunity to be successful even in a pandemic. What a what an angle to circle back because they're going to go oh. That $100 I gave that organization allowed them to do the following things that allowed them to be positive, even in a world that is kind of being on a negative Nancy right now. All right, get out of here, right? But my gift helped. I wonder what another gift would do. Or I didn't know that you needed this. Thanks for telling me about what what you're doing or what need is out there. I can't, like you said, I can't go deliver meals. I can't go to the hospital to, to sing or, or, or even read books, but I can donate money. And now I know exactly what you're doing with it. And I now am part of the solution that you as an organization are doing. And they couldn't have done it without me. And I couldn't have done and felt great without you. So it's this win situation. It's the most symbiotic things are happening now because everyone's searching for how to make life better. It doesn't matter if if it's if it's a major gift or a minor gift. Think people are so looking for positivity right now. This is why you and I are talking. Like right. this is this is this is where the worlds need to be, which is trying to find an avenue for positivity and moving forward. And if you're the vessel, like you just said, you're the vessel as an organization on helping them feel good about what they are going through. Oh man, give them that opportunity. Say yes, we can we can take your gift and make miracles happen. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Now, now some people are watching this right now going, well, but you're talking about fundraising 101, 102 kind of stuff. Yep, yep. we are, <laughs> absolutely. And how many times have we heard these two words in the last three weeks, innovate and pivot? Those are my two favorite words right now is innovate yeah. and pivot. You can do both. Yeah. You can do both by doing what we're talking about here and doing the basics, but doing them with emotion yeah. and caring yeah. and asking, and you'll be surprised. Um, yeah. And you and you come out of this getting all of your basics really well. All of a sudden, that advanced stuff doesn't seem so scary anymore because you've already grown through all of these things that you probably forgot to do, which is wellness checks with your donors people you haven't heard from in a long time because I don't know, well, you didn't have the time to go and check on them, right? Getting to know and sort of re, re relating back to those who are doing the programming and the services, the boots on the ground, the front lines, getting to know them so that you can go and relay the story back to those who are help supporting you. This is the, if you wanted to look at this negatively right now, you totally could. You can get away oh, with yeah. it. Nobody's going to judge you for it. Oh, cash flow and yep. oh my goodness, Terrible. we should project 40% down. And yep. I, I can do that with you. We we can talk about planning like that. Yep. I don't see it. No. I don't see it. No, I think I think if you're in the nonprofit world and you said something interesting at the beginning and maybe even the in, before we, we went live here, is that you're chosen to do this. This is this is a gift that you're giving the world while by being in a position to fundraise for organizations that are doing great things. And you cannot just live in this bubble to say, I don't make a difference. I don't make an impact. What, what big thing can I do? Right. What, what thing can I do to help the world a ton? 
And it's by being that catalyst for good. It's about being that, that mission-driven, positive entity in a world that needs you now more than ever. And again, not to speak, um, uh, to say that, that we don't acknowledge that, that pain and anguish are happening all over. It is. But there's enough of that. So let's be, like Mr. Rogers said, let's be the helpers. Let's go be the ones who are positive in this, in this realm and give people an opportunity to join us in positivity by donating. And, and you have to ask. You have to give them an option or at least have a conversation that you can say, if, you, if they come up with a question like, how can I help? You better have an answer uh, for that. And you do. You are chosen to do this. There is a reason why. Anybody watching this, anybody who's working with you on your team, there's a reason why you're here right now. And I had the best story about two weeks back. Somebody told me when this is over, the people that are going to be remembered as we go forward are the positives, the helpers, and the people that were always there. Not asking necessarily, but they were there. And they're going to be remembered. And I think what I challenge everybody to do right now is go out and be remembered and do the little things because we're all going to be better when the fall hits. We're all going to be better when this happens. And I can't wait for it to be real honest with you. I know I can't wait. And I think it's going to, I cannot wait to see where those who are positive now are when this thing opens up and because they're going to be so far ahead of where they thought they could be. And because again, you're told that you can't do anything. You got to stay indoors, whatever. This is the best time to connect with people you haven't connected with. Yeah. Prime example, my friend, Travis. Yeah. I, you know, we, we haven't gotten into the same room to be on the same stage being super awesome. So we're going to do it virtually. And yeah, and this, I, is I, great. this is the world's collide bit. Like right. this is, we're going to go super positive in this one because it's needed. And I think you like a countless others um, are the ones that we're going to look forward to watching and following and, and, and chasing it. It's like, I'm going to do what Travis is going to do today because he's going to give me an example of the lead. I'm going to follow his lead and I'm going to do this, this, and this. I'm going to make my thank you video. I'm going to make you my thank you calls. And, yeah. and, and that's, how, that's how we're going to get through this is we're going to follow individuals like you, Travis Christopher, uh, and we're going to do those great things. So when we come out of this, we're going to feel like, hey, it could have been a lot worse because we could have been down in the dumps and we weren't, we chose otherwise. We chose hope, right. we chose positivity and enthusiasm. I like that. All right. I like it. For those uh, who are listening to this, who have had their ears explode with awesomeness, how can people find you on social media? How can they get a hold of you? They want to hear you speak. They want you to bring uh, all this awesomeness into their own organization. How do they get a hold of you right now? Yeah. Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Uh, my handle is Travis Community. One word, Travis Community, just because that's what we love is the community. And feel free to connect. And I always love to give great advice and great help and sometimes even just listen to it. We're good at that, aren't we, Patrick? So we are. this has been an honor, man. I uh, so appreciate you. Uh, I so appreciate your enthusiasm. It, it, you are a bright, shiny light in uh, in very dark times, and that's kind of what part of this uh, this podcast is for: is making sure that people can do the things. And again, if you if you if you're weirded out and you just don't know where to start, breathe, stay calm. Everybody's going through this, right? Yep. Keep learning, learn something new, build a skill, and try it out. Nobody's going to judge you for failing miserably about trying something fun and new and different as a fundraiser. Most importantly, keep asking because people want to yeah. give. And stay positive. <laughs> yep. 
Travis, thank you so much for being on the official Do Good Better podcast. I could not have asked for a better guest uh, today. Uh, I'm very excited about uh, the entire internet exploding with joy listening to this one. And uh, I appreciate you, my friend. Thank you. I appreciate you too. Thank you. Stay safe. Be well. Better days coming. Better days coming. Again, here on the official Do Good Better podcast. There are countless videos, books, articles, and folks out there with suggestions on how to raise more money. Of course, that's a major problem. Too much information. Do Good University has an online library of lectures, courses, and trainings that concentrate on one thing, making fundraising simple. Come join other like-minded do-gooders who are looking to unclutter their fundraising life. Enroll at Do Good University today at dogoodbetterconsulting.com.